Hello there, and I am so thrilled to have you join us. I'm Amber Griffiths, the maker of Legends, and it's that time again. So grab your Legend pack, crank that speaker to 11. Welcome to Legend. This is the Get Real, Get Loud with Purpose, the podcast series. It's a series of conversations that explore the dreams and visions of individuals who know that their message, their story, their movement, it's all destined to create something greater than themselves. And each of our guests has chosen to leap into speaking, into owning their voice, usually into entrepreneurship, and they have graciously agreed to come and share all of that with you. So today we get to speak with Sarah Deacon, the adulting coach. Welcome, Sarah, and thank you for coming to play. Hi, Amber. Thank you so much for having me. It is an absolute thrill. I've known you for a little while, but I really got a chance to actually speak and connect with you a little bit just in the last couple of weeks while we were at a conference in Wisconsin. Tell me how, for those who aren't aware, we went to a idea collective conference, retreat, I don't know. It's such a close-knit group of people. I mean, you just before we- Small business, party, community was, reunion. <laughs> yeah, reunion is really what it felt like. It's like yeah. all these people who got together in the middle of COVID when nobody could come play. And then, oh my goodness, we get to actually see each other, squeeze each other in person, and, and right. it's a heck of a thing. How meet outside the box. <laughs> yes, yes. To talk about things outside the box. So how tell me this particular community, and not because I want to necessarily showcase the idea collective, although they're fabulous, but I know so much that having community and having collaborative opportunities is a really big deal for an entrepreneur. So what does it look like for you to be a part of that of, of that community, of that family? I have gotten so much from that community that I I don't even know where to start. Um, I I approached it, I entered it thinking it was just another networking group and I needed to show up, you know, being a certain way and like having my act together. And then I realized who I was talking to and it's a group of people who were, you know, in the same seasons as I was in their business and people who had overcome some of the same challenges, people who hadn't yet faced some of the same challenges. So there was this really beautiful, and there still is, and even more so now as the group has grown, there is this beautiful exchange of energy, of people saying, hey, I've got you, and me saying, hey, I've got you back. And it, it just, it, it's a gift. It is worth its weight in gold. It is a gift to any entrepreneur who has a heart to give and serve while growing and making an impact and income with their business. So I wow. can't say enough about that group. And it has it has really helped me level up in how I show up and give and serve my clients and people who may never become clients. It's yeah. just, I, I can't even say, I don't even know. I love it. I think it's, <laughs> I, think it's crazy. I, I mean, it's, it's one of those, you say, you know, you thought it was a typical networking. I, that's how mm -hmm. I was introduced is, mm -hmm. and the woman who introduced me, she's like, this isn't your typical network. And I'm like, right, 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 right. Yeah. I'll see. <laughs> you know, they like, all I mean, say that, right. They all say that. But here's the bottom line. They're functioning out of the headquarters in Wisconsin. Yes. I learned about it in Utah from a woman in Canada. Mm -hmm. And it has been worth it now two years in a row for me to get my sorry butt on a plane and get to the conference. Even the first year where I was like, I don't really know anybody except for this woman from Canada. Within the first five minutes, I'm like, no, 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 I'm, I'm home. Like yeah. this is, 
This is family. Yeah. It's absolutely amazing. So the fact that you can have that kind of relationship with people and grow your business. Yes. I think that's a really beautiful combination. Not all networking groups, very, right. very few, if any, mm-hmm. can actually bridge that, bridge that gap and keep both of those entities really growing strong. So that yeah. And I really growing. feel like, yeah, I really feel like it has held me to a high standard in how I operate my business as well. Because people that I see succeeding, they are generous and empathetic and real and authentic. And it's just, they're so smart and brilliant. <laughs> so it is just like this. Uh, yes, it is. It is wonderful. Well, and clearly you are one of those fabulous people that are a part of that group. So it has been, <laughs> well, it has been a thrill to get to know everybody there. Um, share a little bit about how you started your business. You haven't always been an entrepreneur, I assume. How did this all come about? What what was the driving force behind it? Um, the driving force was when I was pregnant with my third child, my husband looked at me and said, okay, it's time to figure out what you want to be when you grow up essentially. And that's the same question Marcus Lamonis asked me at the retreat. What do you want to be when you grow up? And I had an answer. Apparently it was not the right answer or not the full answer. But when I think about what I want to be, I I usually drift over into who I want to be. And I didn't want to be just punching a clock and doing somebody else's work for them. I wanted to make a difference. I wanted to be around for my family. So that's kind of what led me into entrepreneurship. Uh, I It was an accident because my first business, I was a postpartum doula and I worked with somebody else with a different organization. So I was like a contractor. I didn't, I had to set up my business, but I didn't have to business, right? right. Like I had to be a business entity but not in practical ways right and I I served postpartum families and then that company that group kind of disbanded so then I was on my own and then I had to build the plane as I flew it and it was it started gaining momentum got sustainable and was earning me decent money I was having you know consistent clients consistent inquiries and then that was about March of 2020. And we all know what happened oh, then. Yeah. Uh, people that I was serving were young families with newborns who were a little wary of having a stranger come into their home and breathe on them. So I had to pivot. And <laughs> even in 2019, I had been um I had been receiving some powerful coaching and mentoring from the leadership training in martial arts school where I train. Um, not a school that I own, but where me and my family train in karate. And that coaching and support and the tools and the foundations I received from them really led me to want to start offering coaching to my current postpartum clients in 2019. And so I built something, a service to offer as a, you know, additional option. And it was virtual, but it was too soon. The timing was not right. Mm-hmm. And then 2020, it was too much, right? Everybody was doing virtual right. and it was it was right. overwhelming. So I did some things and I ended up choosing to shift over to full coaching um, just because of circumstances in the season of life I was in. So in 2021, I started networking and marketing myself as a coach. 
And as I did that, more and more people started asking me if I worked with, with young folks, with uh, teens, young mm-hmm. adults. And that is how I kind of landed in the niche, the space that I'm in right now as someone who helps these motivated young people figure it out, figure what's, uh, what their path is for their own definition of successful independence. So I get to do that and help them go out and change the world in their own right, which is I love super it. cool. I love it. When I when I first saw the adulting coach, I had to just I laughed out loud because one of those things that I hear all the time that I say all the time is, OK, adulting is really hard or mm-hmm. I don't want to adult today. And it's not mm-hmm. proper grammar. But yet everybody knows exactly what I mean when I say that, because they're like, yep, not not me either. Like there's T-shirts. And, I mean, at this point, so I can say mm-hmm. when I see the adulting coach, I can think, wow, I I that applies to everyone in every single age group. <laughs> like, everybody needs true. That. <laughs> How do I do this? There wasn't a manual on this. It's kind of like parenting. You're like, oh my gosh, nobody mm-hmm. told me about this part. Nobody told me. They said it would be hard. They had, I had no idea. So how did you decide really that those teens and those young adults were the ones that you were like, this is where I really want to focus my, my genius? Because I realized if I had been equipped with some of the tools I have now at a younger age, like my kids are being, because again, they're receiving a lot of the similar leadership training, not just from me, but from their karate instructors and and people in their lives, that they're going to be set up so much more effectively than I was for their their right. decisions, their path, their their leadership and their future impact. So It really excites me because the more I talk to young people, the more impressed I become. And you Mm -hmm. mentioned how you hear adulting is hard. I don't want to adult. And my mission, my belief is that adulting is fun and we can create the kind of adulting and the kind of experience in adulthood that we want. We get to do that. Yes, we need to do a few things that are not always the most fun activities. And we have so many opportunities right now to to make life the way we want it. So I am speaking to flip that script. My hashtag is adulting is fun. My t-shirt is adulting is fun. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. See, okay, then, but perhaps this is part of why I felt aligned with you because that's when I look at that as um, with entrepreneurs. There's these ways that we're supposed to do things so that we should do things. But I'm like, but it can be really fun and like almost 100% enjoyable if you do it your way. If you find those things that you don't like or you're not good at or, you know, make you twitch, we find ways to hire that out or we outsource that or whatever. I mean, we can work through that. Or we bring but that we- community that we were ta- that we started mm-hmm. out talking about. Absolutely. That is the power of it. It becomes so much more fun when you don't have to do all the things. <laughs> Yes. Oh my God. Or when you have somebody who can walk with you and say, oh yeah, I went through that and here's what I learned. And then you can borrow their experience. And that's the thing, like parents, we want to tell our kids, here's how to do the thing. And here's what I learned. But the kids, 17, 18, 19 years old, they don't want to hear that from their parents. They just can't. They can't listen because it's their time to be pushing back and to be figuring out their own way. So how cool is it that we have adults who are not related in their in their lives to come alongside and be in community with them similarly to the entrepreneur community that we started out talking about so yes to all of what you said (laughs) I love it you get to do it your own way that's part of what makes it fun 
Exactly. Guide us with your age. Guide us with the season. So and they me- always tell us not to reinvent the wheel, but reinventing the wheel makes it work for us. <laughs> right. Right. Like it can still be round because that's going to be easier than like right. blocks, but you could decide what it's made of and how many spokes and how many. Mm-hmm. And in my little world, that cog in the middle, that's the hub. That's the part where as entrepreneurs, we bring all the people in and we're like, Hey, mm-hmm. this is how we make our wheel go round. Hundred All of you right here in my space so that we don't have to do this alone. I don't have to do those terrible things that you love. I'm going to just do my own thing and do the thing that lights me up. Speaking of lighting up, I know you're a speaker. Talk to me about like your favorite, your favorite stage, whether that was a specific time you spoke or your favorite kind of stage. What is it that really you're looking, you know that this is the best way for you to share your message. What I love is in person. Um, that's like the quality of a stage that I like because I really thrive on the exchange of energy. And there's there's two that come to mind when you ask me that question. One of them was a, a small networking group. I spoke for 10 minutes and I wasn't entirely sure what I was going to bring to the group. I have a few topics that I have in my back pocket that I can riff on when I need to. And I, I really felt the, the group needing a certain one of them. And so that's where I went, but I didn't know until I was in that room. So that was like, it was a really interesting experience and kind of, uh, lit, lit me up after or made me feel really like, oh, I, I'm an excellent speaker, um, because I was able to adapt and connect with the room. And that along those same lines, one of the, I mean, the largest event I've done to this point has been Warrior Unchained, which is Wendy Babcock's women's business and empowerment event that takes place uh, locally here in Wisconsin. We were in the Wisconsin Dells in September, and I had the privilege of carrying the event as the MC. So. And, and being able to hold the space for the attendees and to witness how similarly to the Idea Collective Conference, that event was exactly what each of those people needed in a different way. So again, it connected them as a community and it facilitated these powerful transformations and shifts and insights and connections. And it was a really beautiful thing to witness from the stage and be able to help facilitate all of those magical moments. So Uh that was super powerful. And I would love to do way more of that than the emceeing part of it. Because again, like I can feel into the energy of the room and I have certain topics that I can relate to. Um, One of my favorite things to do was to just connect the one speaker to the next one, just as I popped on stage in between and said, thank you so-and-so for that. And speaking of, here's so-and-so with this, which apparently is a thing that not a lot of MCs do, which it just came so natural. And I'm like, well, why wouldn't they? Isn't that the MC's job is to connect that thread (laughs) through the event? Like, isn't that what they're supposed to do? Right. Otherwise, it would just be an announcer over the top thing. And now we have coming to the stage. Right. So uh, it just blew my mind when I got that feedback because I'm like, well, that's what I thought I was supposed to do. Which, you know, again, it was, I I hadn't done much emceeing before then. So 
Right. Um, so I did it my way. Again, going back to the making it my oh, own. Okay. That's what I get to do. And and yeah, so there's different different ways of of showing up on stage. And I think that small networking group and the larger event emceeing opportunity, it, it had that similar element of being connected with the audience and being able to read the room and what would serve. Right. I, not that right. I did it perfectly, but that I showed up the way they needed me to. Right. But it was perfect in the moment. Mm -hmm. It was, exactly. I mean, it was you doing you and it was perfect right. for the moment. I think that's one of those big things when I talk to some of my clients, like, but I did this really well, but I don't want to get too excited because I know I can get better. I can know, but I'm like, mm -hmm. but in this moment, celebrate the process. Yeah. And also realize that celebrate in that moment for the moment. It doesn't have any impact necessarily. Like, you're not claiming anything in the future or the past. Just be in the moment and be like, I totally rocked this. Like, this was amazing. And it felt exactly. really, really good. Honestly, I that's think how that's how it felt with the with the MC gig, too, was I got so much of the feedback I got was yes. you look like you're having so much fun. You're such a natural like and I like my response was I am having fun. This is amazing. And I am having the best time because I went up there and I had fun. I wasn't nervous. I wasn't second guessing myself. I was trusting that I had put in the, the preparation work and right. it was going to be exactly what it needed to be. And so I just let go and had a great time. I love it. I've heard really great things about that particular event too. So I know it was successful. You should come next year. It it's in Pewaukee, which is near Milwaukee. So I'm going to have to. A lot closer than the Dells this time. Or Lake oh, Geneva. So there we go. <laughs> oh, Lake Geneva, that's, that's a drive. That's all I can say. I've come in now once from O'Hare and once from Milwaukee. And right. I don't know. It's just a drive. <laughs> the drive from Milwaukee to where the event will be next year. And it's, I think the second weekend of September um, is not that long. So. Oh, excellent. Okay. I need to, I need to make it. sure that's on my radar. <laughs> I, I just love talking to you. Because they, right, they hired me back. So I'm going to be emceeing again. See, <laughs> you know, that's a true sense. That's a true right. sign of success. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I get to do it again. They asked yeah. me back. That's a, yeah. Celebrate. And we have all the feedback to make the event even better than this year. So it's, yeah, I'm excited about it. I'm excited oh, to work amazing. with Wendy again. That's it's amazing. amazing. She's, yeah, she's helped me so much. And, and oh, just fabulous. the fact that I could show up and, and support her for this event that is like her whole heart. Like this is her baby. And yeah. she does not trust a lot of people to, Right. to help with and support her with that mostly she was leaning on family and so when I came in I was like well I have to I have to step it up because this is taking a lot for her to trust me and that's right. I think with any speaker with any event you have it's well they're trusting me to to show up and be what they need so let's take it seriously and let's put in you know whatever whatever we need to do and I'm sensing a theme with you in yeah. part, it's I get to show up fully as me mm -hmm. and be amazing because people are trusting me to do that. So whether yeah. you're speaking or you're dealing with chil children, I'm way too old right. to be calling them children, adults. young adults, <laughs> kids, you know, in my world, you're either 12, you're my age or you're 90. So pick an age group <laughs> and that's how I see. <laughs> so, but I mean, people, yes, people are trusting you with their stage and with their audience, which is a big deal. And we don't mm -hmm. take that lightly. But for you to be able to work with these young adults, yeah, that's a huge trust from their parents, from themselves. I mean, that's that's massive accolades to you, I believe. Like that's a, yeah. I wouldn't, 
you know, I would make sure you were celebrating that every single time you get to speak with another human being, that you clearly you are doing something well, you're doing something you believe in, you believe you're doing something that you are passionate about and that you're really mm-hmm. stinking good at. So huge congrats. Yeah. Huge congrats. Okay. Yeah. I, it feels good I, to own it. <laughs> it's taken, you know, it's been an evolution. It's been a process, right? Like I don't, I didn't always believe that that was something I could do, but um, but, but here I am and I'm doing it and people are believing me. So it must be working. <laughs> I just think that's amazing. Yeah. I want to make sure that everyone listening gets a chance to reconnect with you and find out a little bit more about what you're creating in the world. So I invite mm-hmm. you to go to sarahdeacon.com, S-A-R-A-D-E-A-C-O-N.com forward slash quiz. And the link will be in the show notes, but go find the adulting quiz. It will help you tell, tell us what, what's the biggest thing you're going to get out of the quiz. What's the quiz? Um, you're going to have fun because it's a fun little thing that I put together and there is a reason behind it. Um, there's, there's reasons for everything on that quiz. I, I don't want to give away too much because it's just, it's fun. It's quick. It does not take that long. Um, and you'll get your adulting score at the end. So everybody go right now, sarahdeacon.com forward slash quiz, take the adulting quiz and enjoy it. It doesn't take very long. And then be sure you reach out to Sarah and tell her how it went. Tell her what you thought. I'm excited to go take it. I appreciate it. We have been speaking with Sarah Deacon today. Thank you again, Sarah, so much for coming and sharing your genius and sharing a bit of your story. I appreciate that. Thank you so much for having me, Amber. It's always great to talk to you. Absolutely. It's been a thrill to hear your voice. Um, Those listening, it has been, I love these stories. I love speaking with these entrepreneurs and these speakers who are just like, it it doesn't always smell like peaches and cream. Sometimes it's really (laughs) kind of terrible, but we get to get, we get to link arms with people. We get to surround ourselves with powerful people who love us big and really make it work. And I know that there have been brilliant gems dropped throughout this conversation. So I hope at least one of them will find its way into your heart and inspire you to take action today. So until I get to speak with you again, rock on.